Hello and a very warm welcome to episode 49 of the Sussex by the Sea podcast, a podcast about all things Hastings United. I'm your host Chris Laverick and on the show today we have the returning Ramsgate boss Matt Longhurst. We talk his side's progress, their win earlier in the season and who's going to be there or thereabouts in this league because it's a tough one to call this season. His thoughts on our Hastings side and the setup with a special shout out to our fans. Also, who's winning our math watering clash this Saturday? And if that wasn't enough, we have our SPTS fan roundtable. Enjoy, Hastings fans. It's given me great pleasure to have Matt Longhurst back here again, Ramsgate boss. Uh, he's a busy man these days. So you're, you're obviously you're in charge of the first team. They're doing really well this year, third in the league. As I look, you still uh, are you still in charge of the under 19s as well? Because I know uh, Will Graham. As parted ways we are. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So the under. Yeah. The eighteen. I, I won't really. I won't really take. Well, we've got one game between now and January. So I've just said that because we've had a little bit of change. Like Will came in in September, and then obviously has mm-hmm. left. So because I know all the boys and stuff, we are bring. We're we're actually promoting our under 16s coach Jimmy Egan that's worked for Dagenham. He's worked for Millwall. He's strong nice. coach. He works on our Monday nights. He will take it over, but I've kind of just overseen or will be overseeing the next couple of weeks with him just to get a little bit of continuity and just make sure that we keep the group settled, really, because they're um, they're all first years and there's been quite a little bit of upheaval with that group this year. So it was just a case of um, I've got enough to do with the community officer work, the apprentices, and we've just opened Winter Wonderland, or we will be from the 19th with an ice rink in the stadium and dodgems, fun fair rides. So I've got that project that I'm working on at the moment as well. So yeah, it's a, so that's a few hats you're wearing, mate. Quite a few. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah change well, hats every couple of hours because from a outside looking in, you're doing a grand job. I have to say, when when um, Hastings come up to see your boys, I can't personally be the family for a few days. Uh, we, we had a fantastic time down there. The only thing that wasn't fantastic was the result for us. What, what was quite funny, actually, Matt, well, you might laugh at this. I think you you went 2-0 up and then it started pissing down with rain. I don't, yeah. I don't know if you remember the game because you yeah, I do, yeah. it all meld into one. And all of us, all us fans were singing, it's grim up north. It was, it was, it was quite funny. I mean, it was quite funny. we we, we did have some some top banter with your fans as well. They're good, they're, they're, they're good lads. They're good lads, really. I mean, it was, uh, even though we lost to you, it was a bit of a shocker. But um, yeah, I mean, actually, let's go into that. Like, obviously, we spoke before the game. Yeah. The team's changed quite a bit since then. You, you obviously sussed us out. I mean, what was it about that team then that what, what you saw the weaknesses? What, what, how was your approach to that game? Other than when I brought a, a, a very weak and disgrinsted team down in a Velocity Cup one night, I've always had quite good results against Chris's teams. To be honest, he's got a way of playing. Um, like I say, when I was at East Grinstead a couple of years ago, we beat Hastings twice in the league, home and away. Similar to, to, to Cray Wanderers under, under Tony Russell as well, we've got quite a similar ethos and we tactically uh, know how to kind of stop, stop and playing. Um, obviously, I won't give too much away, but we we obviously know what Chris does and how he does it because we've just faced each other so many times. Um, and genuinely, over the course of, um, like I say, probably, but I think in actually league games, I would suggest that probably uh, we've got, or certainly I've got a slightly better, better record against Chris. And uh, I just think, like I say, we, we, having said that, on the day, to be honest, a draw would have possibly been a fair result. 
Um, I mean, you bombarded the life out of us in the second half. Um, yeah. Throwing, obviously, the lad's throw is like... Well, he throws... He, but some say he throws with an appendage, but we won't go there. Yeah, no, nice. yeah, yeah. He, he's uh, it's like facing thirty corners in a half. Yeah. So it, it, it literally is because he throws it in at pace as well. And obviously, you've got some big lads. Both your goals came from knockdowns from set pieces on second phases of the play, which is a little disappointing from our point of view. But yeah, look, any result against you guys is a good result. I think if we can, if you can get a point, if you can get three points, home and away, it's, it's always tough. And I think. That's credit to what Chris has done there. And, and even prior to that as well with Darren Hare, I don't think anyone's ever gone to Hastings and it's been easy. So I think, um, yeah, from our point of view, tactically, certainly first half, we came out of blocks. We knew exactly what to do. We got our goals. I thought first half, I thought we were we were better than you in the first half. But I thought oh, second yeah. half, it was an onslaught. And we dealt with everything that got thrown at us. Like I say, disappointing with a goal um, that we conceded. We were hanging on a little bit at the end. Um, which you'd expect, look, you know what I mean? You've got a group that's been together quite a long time. They've got that togetherness. They're not just going to throw the towel in. And we, we knew that would come in the second half. But um, like I say, fortunately enough for us, we um, we managed to managed to hang on. And obviously then there's been quite a bit of change since, particularly over your plans. Blimey. Well, yeah, I mean, to be honest, when we played that second half, one of our best players in that second half was Lloyd Dawes, who's, who, when he is fit, he is Such quality. He is quality, but he, he is... Literally never fit for us, no. and so that that second half, a lot of that came down his years. Him. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, I saw him at Worthing years ago. Yeah. He's such a good player. If, in fact, if he hadn't got injured and he'd come with you lot, I think he would have gone higher and higher. But obviously, oh, yeah. he just doesn't seem to ever play. So yeah, well, so he, he was injured from then. He literally hasn't played until the other day. Uh, the other day. So uh, you know, it's funny we're now talking again because. Uh, that's my memory of Ramsgate is that. But just to say about Ramsgate, honestly, for anyone listening to this and Ramsgate fans that listen to this, like we had a great time in Ramsgate with family. There's some great places to eat, lovely pubs. It's such a nice place. Like, I've got so much nice things to say about Ramsgate. Other than the fact that we we got turned over in the football, I've got no bad memories of that place. So um, just first class. And one of the things that all of us Hastings fans noticed when we, we came along, it's all the stuff you had going on for the kids and things like that, that you're all making those efforts. And it's nice to see that all of those things, are they're beginning to be rewarded. There's, you know, obviously attendances uh, and the fact that you're doing so much is, is a credit to all of you lot there. Just throwing that Appreciate out. That. Yeah, no, definitely. There's a lot of hard work going on behind the scenes. So. I, I'm, I don't, I always get his name wrong, but you've got like Joshua Ajaya, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. And he's banging those in. He's banging them in for you, yeah. But like, who who's really been the surprise this season? Yeah, I mean, I know you're always kind of there or thereabouts, but you're doing really well, you know. I mean, who is the surprise player? Do you feel in your side this year? If I'm honest, and it probably sounds a little bit cliche, I think the way that we've set that we don't have the best players in this league. We don't. Um, they, they, like I say, I look at Sittingbourne squad that we've got tomorrow. They've got a squad littered with literally. Half of them are superstars. We've actually found they've just signed Flisher. Uh, obviously, they've got Marvin Hamilton, uh, Armin Abdullah, like such good players. Uh, obviously, Cray Valley last week, yourselves with the likes of Stone, and uh, obviously Gary up until he's not playing at the minute. The fact that you've got Finn O'Mara, Ben Pope, like they're, they're like top players at our level. And we've got players that are literally in their first season at this level. I think the way that the team is set up, and we are very much a team. 
I think that the, the, the way that we set up with and without the ball is making all the players look good. Uh, yeah, look, obviously Josh came. I mean, Josh couldn't get a club. Josh came, he was at Corinthian Sports that was in the Kent League at the time and he didn't get signed. We took him, scored twice on his debut. We've then moved because he played through the middle when we first signed him as a number nine and we've moved him wide and he's got 15, 16 goals this year from playing wide. Uh, but we've got, I mean, the goalkeeper's been outstanding. He had an absolute nightmare on the first day of the season against three bridges and cost us cost us two points. And from then onwards, Jacob has been absolutely brilliant and it's like... But for a young kid to recover from a performance like that, I mean, it was lots of the fans were asking me to, are we going to sign a goalkeeper, et cetera, et cetera. And I'd seen enough from him to know that we didn't need to do that. And now they, they can't believe the transformation, really. But again, like Denzel Apardi, the midfield boy, he's been excellent. He's only 19, 20. TJ Jadama, we knew would be good in what we're trying to do, but has come across from Whitstable, probably not really a, a kind of name on everyone's lips in the league. And like I say, we don't have any seven-day notices really coming for the players because individually, they've just become a team. Like I say, Gerald, the right-back's been outstanding. He was with you. Everyone knows who he is. But yeah, it's just, like I say, the, the, the biggest signing that we've made out of everyone is Jamie Coyle. Like he, 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 on and off the pitch, is the best player that I've ever signed, ever worked with. Absolutely outstanding. His attitude and his enthusiasm for football... I've just never known anything like it. And uh, and his knowledge of the game, he's obviously been a manager at Welling, been a manager at Dartford. He's brilliant with the young players. Um, he's got a good camaraderie with the senior boys. So I think it's, I don't, yeah, I, I think it would be wrong of me to really highlight one individual. I just genuinely think that the blend of the group is the biggest, probably, and to be honest, that's happened quicker than what I expected. And my assistant, Lee Barnett, I brought him in for that for that reason. He's not really a coach. He, he takes the forwards. He's good with the, with the forwards. He worked a lot with Alfie May when we had Alfie over the years. And he's done a lot of work with Josh as well, as well as Callum Peck. And we've scored, we've scored 40 goals like between our front players. But what he does, he brings a dressing room together. We did it when we was at here from Belvedere and we was at Corinthian when we were very successful. Being honest, I, I probably missed having him around me when, we, when I was at East Corinthian because he just had a young family so he couldn't commit. So he's been a big plus in knitting stuff together. But yeah, as I say, I think just a blend of the group. I, don't, I think they've all surprised us how well they've done because it is such a young squad. Like we went to Hayward Teeth in the Velocity the other night and we've utilised the squad, but we've ended up with two players over 22 in the starting 11. So, and it's still the first team squad. And we've literally, by taking out two or three players, that's how young we are. But we know, like, if you look at some of the teams, like, you've picked up some injuries which have been long-term. Lloyd Dawes, Pope's missed games, Elphick mm. missed games, Stone missed games. But COVID's hurt some of these senior lads because they've been set out so long. Whitehawk have had a nightmare with injuries with their senior players. And I think that's where, with the younger group that we've gone with, and some of the senior boys like Coyle, he's, he's fit as a fiddle. Lee Prescott, fit as a fiddle. Gerald Adaboji, fit as a fiddle. Jake McIntyre, fit as a fiddle. Around a load of teenagers that literally can get up and run all day, every day. So, Well, I mean, let's look at it. You're third in the league. What are we thinking? You know, are we thinking... Think, well, for me, I've always... Tired? Yeah, I think I've always said yourselves, Ashford, Cray Valley will be the top three. I, 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 you're, you're, you're only three points off the playoffs now. Like, There's so many games to play. Um, I think you've got, obviously, John and Gary know the league. They've got promoted from it previously. Tommy Warrelow and Obi are so experienced. They've been promoted from these levels previously and had that group together a long time. 
Kevin Watson at Cray Valley's one promotion from the Kent League and then got to the final in the Vars and got a similar group. So I still think if people look too far beyond you three, guaranteed for those top three positions for me. And then and then I think then you've got to look at Herm Bay. Ben's got a very strong squad there. They, they're still adding to it as well. So I think they'll be in and around it. I don't see them losing often. We played them away from home and we had to literally run and run and run uh, to get a result. Similar against yourself, same against Whitehall. So there's four out of five. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you're, you're third in the league, Matt. Stop talking about everyone else. Talk about you. Talk yeah, about you. Yeah. Where, where do you where do you see? Do you, do you see yourself maintaining? Do you, do you see? I mean, I know you don't want to talk it up too much because it is still relatively. Yeah, it's early. very early still. Yeah. I think if we continue as we are, we've got a chance. Of course, we have. I do think we're ahead of schedule because, like I say, some of these boys genuinely, we've probably got eight players that are 15 games into their senior careers. So yeah. that's not a lot. And this level of football takes its toll on you. Once your plan's set already, so we've seen already, we've got a couple of knocks and they'll be okay uh, for Saturday, but we played Saturday, Tuesday. Now, a 19-year-old, like as fit as they are, they're getting bashed about Tuesday away to Havens. These big, strong, powerful men. Yeah. And um, all of a sudden, that wear and tear. Now, we've got... then. Fortunately, there's not that many midweek games this year. Um, so you get that chance to recover. But... We've got a game Saturday, another Kent, Kent Cup game Tuesday. Then, obviously, you've got three games over Christmas, 27th, 1st and 3rd. And we, we haven't got the biggest squad. So, is I think... The chairman, we is the chairman going to let you add to the squad, do you think? I mean, did you uh, still not, there? Not, not had not that really. conversation yet? No, it, no not really. Um, we've, we've added Ben Fitchett from Phoenix this week. Another young one, 22-year-old centre-half, um, who kind of fits the model. I want to get... If I can get... I'll let Jordan Chidozi go. So we've kind of left room uh, in the squad to bring a forward in if we think we need to. But we purposely put the five young lads that have been on the bench, we put all of them out on Tuesday night and we've gone away. I know we lost on penalties, but we've drawn one all with pretty much a full-strength Haman's Eve team mm. with a number of players missing. And those young ones gave us a real sort of food for thought that they can definitely play in our team. Um, so should we get injuries, suspensions, these boys are capable of playing, which was great. That's exactly what we wanted to use the competition for. And to be honest, going through the penalty shootout could stand us in good stead for later in the season should we should we reach the playoffs. So it was a perfect scenario learning game for, for us. But I think if after Christmas we're still in touching distance because we've got some big games now. We've obviously got sitting balls tomorrow. We've got three bridges next week, which is always a difficult game, but we're at home. Then we play yourselves. Um, then we've obviously got Hive, who have just obviously changed manager. Then we've got um, Whitstable away, local derby, on, which won't be a difficult place to go there. Pitch, I'm sure, will be difficult to plan in January. And obviously, Keith's now turned that around a little bit there. They've got a couple of wins under. Mm-hmm. And then we've got Ashford on the third. So if you're still top six after that period, then I think you go into the new year fully confident that yeah. you can stay in and around it. But things can change. Like I say, if, if Havis Heath keep winning, if you win your games... Herne Bay win their games. Ashford don't look like dropping any points at the moment. Mm-hmm. Cray Valley are strong. Sitting ball signing everyone left, right and centre. I think at the moment there's seven teams. I think then, it, then there is a gap below that seven. But yeah. that yeah. top seven, I think any of those seven could be in the top five. Yeah, I mean, it's, t- it's going to be a tight one this year. It's not, you know, it, as you say, it only takes a few injuries. This period yeah. sorts That's... out the, the men from the boys, I think, the Christmas period will. 
Definitely, yeah. Like I say, I think all the team, and as well, obviously for us, like we've played yourselves after the 18th of December, we would have played you twice. We've played Hayward, we, 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 we play Hayward Teeth in January, we've already played Herne Bay, we've already played Whitehall, who I still think it's a tough game. So we've played BCD. So we've we've played quite a lot of the teams you know, that are in and around us already. Like I say, we've got sitting ball tomorrow, so that's another one we would have ticked off. So, and obviously then it's starting to get to that period now where yourselves and Herne Bay and Hayward Teeth are all starting to play each other. And obviously every, people have got to drop points. It's impossible yeah. not to. Yeah, I think, like I say, I think after Christmas, this is the normally I think you can kind of see it earlier in the season, but this year, um, I think obviously, like you had some injuries, then obviously the manager changes. Um, yeah, did you see that coming, Matt? I mean, yeah, you could be as honest as you like. I mean, if, if it was an open secret or or what, I don't know, but like the you know, the, the managers in the league kind of know that I Chris don't was think probably I, a bit I didn't know that Chris was gonna go. Did it surprise me? No, yeah. Um, I've heard him on a number of occasions talk about not being there and I think if you look at what he's gone to do now in um, Stevenage it doesn't surprise me that Chris has gone in, gone down that route it's obviously what he wants to do for a yeah. living yeah I get similar to myself he's in there running the whole club he's doing the 18s he's doing the 16s he's looking after the youth he's, he's doing obviously the first team etc etc but and to implement what he does it takes so much time and it's hard to do it when your team's not full-time. As close as you've got to that with a lot of the young players that were in every day, etc., he can get his ideas over. But I think he, the way that he works, the way that he coaches, it probably suits him to be in a professional environment. Yeah. Um, and I think, like I say, I think, it's, I think it's good for him to be in that environment. I think it's a good thing. I think for him to go into non-league, I think it would have to now be... A, a full time, like a Maidstone or a, or a Dagenham or Dover, maybe even that. Like he, he, for me, for him to be as the best version of himself, he needs to be in that full time environment. Because, like I say, and again, I know, like I say, people like Tony Russell, etc. There, because they've got a certain way of playing. It takes so much longer to implement that when you're only Tuesday, Thursday. Then you've got your midweek fixes in the way. People have got stuck at work like cars are broken down, nan and grant, like, whereas when you're full-time, all that's taken out of it. You see them every morning, you're on the training ground. And I think, obviously, for all of us, that's where, like I say, a lot of us that want to work this way, obviously, that's where we all want to end up. In an ideal world, I think if you'd have got promoted to the Premier, as you should have done over the last couple of years, I think you'd have bordered on being full-time. I think you, because of this fan base and the, the sponsorship, I think you could have got closer and then I think then if he would have got that to that level at that level, mm. you could have then gone again. I, I really do think that. I think it's a big shame that for the club that that didn't really yeah. happen. But obviously, it's just the way it is, isn't it? No one can. The whole country's had to make changes and adjustments to what they do. So football's a small part of that. But yeah, like I say, it, it was a surprise when he went, but it didn't surprise me that he did go. Um, mm. But particularly now, the fact that he's gone into that other role. No, that's true. Yeah, I mean, uh, don't get me wrong. No one, no one, any Hastings fans. We, we wish the guy all the best. It's just obviously the timing was a bit unfortunate. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, talking to Hastings, when this podcast comes out, so when this video will be released, will be the couple of days before our game. So that's in a about a week and a half, two weeks, isn't it? Yeah. So, so right. First of all, how do you think you're going to get on? Do you reckon you're turning us over at the pilot field? Or is it 10 men behind the ball? What's it going to be, Matt? 
Never be tempted beyond. <laughs> no, uh, it's so hard to, because this level of football is very up and down. You can't call the results in this league. I don't. Yeah. I'm not a gambler, but I tell you, you wouldn't want to gamble on our division. Um, it's very difficult season. to predict the scores, and I think you could lose two games in a row, and then you can get a reaction. You might win your next two, and then take your foot off the gas. It's it's, it's non-league football, so. You're never going to get an easy game down at your place. I think you like the fan base is phenomenal. Obviously, you guys get right behind the team, so that that does make it difficult. Sometimes I think like a little bit like Anfield, like you lot suck the ball in the goal. Not and, enough uh, this year. Yeah, not enough this year. Bloody hell. Yeah, I mean, I think it was. A, I don't know obviously what happened, but I think it's a, like people like Lamray, like for me, like they're such a threat. Him not being there, that, I look at that and think that's a touch. And, and I know the other lad, Cisse, is a similar type player. I've seen him play at Three Bridges. He's uh, got phenomenal uh, pace. Yeah, Lamray was. He was. I know he was carrying a bit of a knock when we got him, and he just, just it weren't. It's it it, it weren't player. clicking. It weren't clicking. And then I thought, and I'm, I'm just a fan, Matt, so what do I know? But like, I thought the last few games, he was really coming back into his own. And then obviously, you know, moved on. So, I mean, good luck. Yeah, well, there you go. Landray's available. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. yeah. yeah. No, I think, like I say, for, for, for me, we, obviously, it's different now as well because Gary's in charge, not Chris. So it's a different manager, different way of doing things. Yeah. Obviously, we'll obviously make sure that we have you watched leading up to the game, so we know we know what to expect. Um, I've come up against Gary and John when they was at Worthing, and I was at East Grinstead, and they absolutely obliterated us um, at the time. So, look, I know I'll say things will change. It might change slightly. Obviously, they'll still have a similar work ethic, um, and obviously, you've got the lad with the long throw, which is hard to deal with. Ollie Black. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I think. Yeah, look, we'll come down there to try and win the game. Like we, 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 I never said I've never once gone into any game of football and not tried to win ever, and we'll do exactly the same. I think we've got yeah. players in our team. Um, we're we're the joint top scorers in the division, so we know we can score goals. Last week in the wind and the rain, we've scored. We should have scored a couple more against Cray Valley. Really, we were disappointed not to beat Cray Valley. We were the better team, but I think we lacked a little bit of belief as a group because we're not used to being in these positions. Like I say, these kids we've got, they're they, they, uh, if I mentioned half your players, they don't know who they are, which sometimes is a good thing because there's no fear. Like I say, when we say they're going to go and play against Craig Stone and Finn O'Mara, Joshua Jay, you don't have a clue who that is. So, so yeah, we're going to all the games like that. But again, we lost four games in a row and that's where we're young. So we lost one, we lost two all of a sudden. Yeah. So I think it's very difficult to predict when you're leading up to this game, but if you, I, mean, I don't know who you play, I haven't looked. We got East Grinstead tomorrow. What yeah, are we yeah. today? Yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. And then Herm Bay. I think we got oh, Herm right, Bay. Maybe. Yeah, Herm Bay. Herm Bay. Well, you know, Herm Bay will be a tough game. Um, Herm Bay, yeah, they did, yeah. Herm Bay, one of the best teams we've played. So, yeah, like I say, we'll, we'll, 100% we'll come down there and attack. Um, it's a big that, cracking that. game. Yeah, you know, it will, be, it will be a good game. And to be honest, this is where, like, for me, obviously, I've been at East Grinstead for four or five years, fighting relegation, finding it difficult. And obviously now, being it's at the other end of the table and, and playing against it, like, we're going into games where the, our fans now are expecting us to win. So we've spun that around. We're going to Hastings and our fans expect us to get something. Whereas yeah. when I first took over, we went, we came to Hastings and uh, if we'd have got a point, we'd have been, we'd have been jumping through hoops. So... So, yeah, so like I said, it's changing mentality, but 
I just try and have a massive thing. Like one game's not going to change your season. Like you just got to go into each game one at a time. Like so we'll focus on sitting ball, then we'll focus on three bridges, and then we'll focus on Hastings. Two weeks is a long time in football, isn't it? Like players can leave, managers can leave, injuries, <laughs> suspensions. It's just so many things can change. So we just yeah. don't really look too far ahead. Well, I'm I'm very much looking forward to the game. Uh, again, I've, I've already said how much I love Ramsgate. A great time there. We bloody lost the game. I'm sorry to disappoint you, Matt. I think we're winning it uh, uh, on Saturday. Yeah, is there anything you want to mention, promote Ramsgate-wise? This will be, as I say, this will be coming out a couple of days before rounds, but there'll be like a YouTube yeah, and think, all that. Is there anything you want to shout out? I think the big the big thing that, we, that we've obviously got going on, football aside, and we've tried to, like yourselves, you tried to engage with the community and we've massively done that this year. Like I say, we had last Saturday, we had, 703 people watching in the pouring wind and rain. So it shows a level of engagement. And the Winter Wonderland that we're going to open is just something that there's nothing like it in the area. So we've got the fun fair, we've got Santa's Grotto, we've got an indoor cinema, um, we've got the ice skating. Yeah, all the bars are open. We've got um, live bands playing in a marquee that's all lit. Uh, with heating yeah so it's going to be we've got that from the from the day after we play you on the Sunday the 19th it all opens um, oh, brilliant and that's open up until Christmas Eve so again it's just something that realistically no one else at our level of football is doing so to have that level of engagement it's then creating more interest locally but local businesses and obviously with all of that stuff it just continues to sort of kind of snowball so yeah that that winter wonderland is um, is certainly going to gain some uh, some interest, I think, in the club, which is like I say, which is a big part of what we're trying to do. And obviously, for us, as we all know, like non-league football, the fan base is genuinely a little bit more senior. And I think that's what we've really tried to do is engage in this younger generation yeah. of supporters. And we've got players now that come off the pitch that kids want their boots and sign autographs, and um, that that's fantastic. Like that's that's mm. we've now started to get which you do have is we've started to get that on the pitch, off the pitch connection. Like the fans are really connecting with the team. And that's when I came here, that's what the, when I met with the supporters association, that's one of the things they wanted is a, is a continuation in terms of player, the, the players so they knew them and then a real connection with those players. And I think like, so I think we've got that now and that's where you can then take it to another level. Like I say, when you score a goal, you see the fans, your players are in the, kind of in with the fans celebrating and uh, and it means something to the players and it means something to the supporters um, and once you get that connection then it's hard like I say we come to you you know you're up against that if you yeah. score the whole place lifts and it's hard having said that if we can keep you quiet and we score then it's a hard place for your players to play um, <laughs> So and we know that but that's yeah. good that's what football's about Listen Matt thank you very much for your time good luck for your season obviously not good luck on uh on Saturday, when this comes out, on Saturday, sorry, uh, we, we want the three points, please. But um, again, running a really tight outfit there, I'm very impressed from afar. Uh, well, you know, my, my wife, my wife's already like, uh, oh, I want to go next season. You know, she's not interested in football, but she had such a great time at, at, yeah. at Ramsgate. That, but that means that both of us need to go up. We do. Yeah. Perfect. Exactly that. That'd be, yeah. that'd be perfect. Yeah, right. Anyway, listen, take care and um, see time. you at the game, fella. Take care. No worries, mate. Thank you. Yeah, mate. Bye. Cheers. You say you need a plumber? You also want them to be members of the finest team in Sussex, if not the world? Well, it's not a monster. It's GNS Mechanical Services for all your plumbing needs, covering all the southeast, even Whitehawk. 
Give that man Gary Elfrick a call on 07793 125 571. That's 07793 125 571. You won't be sorry. And now over to our SBTS fan roundtable. Big thank you to Johnny Wills and Adam Smithy for making it happen. Right, gentlemen, uh, I, it gives me great pleasure to have the wonderful Adam Smith and Johnny Wills here. In a How come I don't get wonderful in front of my name? What did I call you, John? And John Wills. Oh, did I say that? Okay. <laughs> And the ever the ever annoying John Wills. Uh, I don't want to be wonderful if John's not. Oh, no, okay. thank you. Solidarity. Oh, okay. Hosted by the average Chris Laverick. <laughs> That's very generous of you, John. I <laughs> know uh, uh, the the, the marvellous. Can I call you the marvellous John Wills? That'll do. Yeah, that'll do. Right. Okay. Saved me today because uh, we'll very reduced numbers and I was really worried we wouldn't be able to get a round table out. And I know that a lot of people that are listening like to hear the updates of people that have gone to the game. And luckily, we have someone who did go to the games this week. So Smithy's uh, getting extra extra beer when I see him next. Were you, were you not at the game then, Chris? Um, no, I said just, I'll see you <laughs> at a game. I don't even remember. Yes, you remember this last week. I'll see you at a game. Unfortunately, the gods were against me this week. Uh, but they weren't against Hastings. A beautiful victory against Hearn Bay uh, at Smithy. As you went there, you are a rep- our representative. A wonderful 2-0 victory at the MBS Stadium. Firstly, just uh, give us an overall view of your view of the game, please, Adam. So you were watching Eastbourne Borough on Saturday, weren't you? Why was I watching Eastbourne Borough? Is that why you weren't watching Hastings? Okay, right. I was. I had, <laughs> I had a child, I had a, a poorly kids, and I had my family down. And I didn't even see any of my family, only very briefly, because I was dealing with poorly children. So okay, I, I, I had a poorly car. Pardon, John? I had a poorly car. I was all dressed, ready to go. I was picking my son up from... Oliver up from Canterbury, and we were going to go on to the match because it's only high, it's only about another half hour journey. So, and I, um, I heard you say so, hive there. Are you sure? Because it was Herm Bay, because <laughs> yeah, you do get a bit before. confused. We, I mean, I took him to where we went to hive, didn't we? And I thought we were going to Herm Bay, yes, yes. But fortunately, the sat nav was set for hive. Yeah, then the battery was completely flat. Couldn't bump start it or anything. That's my excuse. But it sounds like it, it was a it's a shame to miss out on that game. I just a lot of enthusiasm came from it. No one's going to see this because it's not. It, we're not going to have the video. But I'm just looking at this and I'm wondering <laughs> if if there's been some work on that head of yours, uh, John, because it's looking like there's a little bit. Usually you're quite bald, but there's a little bit of action there. What is that on your head there? Try that. Yeah, have you been talking to Graham Gooch? Yes. I've been recommended for underarm hair transplant. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay, but you have to spray deodorant on your head every morning. 
Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. If if I had the kazoo to hand, I'd uh, I would kazoo that. Well, let's move on to Smithy because Smithy actually went to the game and uh, sent out the odd tweet, which was a beautiful thing because that was the only way that I could keep up with the game. Please, Smithy, get, fill us in. Firstly, one of the biggest crowds we've seen when we've played away, which is always nice. There was getting on for four hundred, I think. Oh, okay. There and yeah. some proper some proper fans for Hern Bay which is always nice when there's some noise from the other end. Wow. But even with our depleted numbers and our George with a cold, Robbie could barely talk, we were still noisy, which was nice. I can't imagine a Robbie. I can't imagine a Robbie that can't talk. Did he whisper to the linesman? (laughs) He had to walk around and have a gentle (laughs) word in his ear. How that was knackered by the end. (laughs) Actually, how do you say that? We had, it, it seems a new theme with with teams that we go and visit is a lot of their fans don't move. So we had a, a few of the Hearn Bay fans behind us, behind the goal with us. Mm. And they were really enjoying the chanting. And by the end of the first half, they were joining in with the songs. With all of They were Hearn Bay fans. Yeah, it was brilliant. Yeah. So they were a decent banter, yeah? Decent banter, good fans. Not nice little ground, really. Loads of floodlights and loads of floodlights that didn't work, which was really odd. Mm. So, so um, it was a bit, bit of a different thing to when the other Ashford joined us in, in the cow shed at the pilot field that time. It was far more friendly than that. <laughs> yeah, God, God dear. Let it go, John. Let it go. Okay. <laughs> if. If Safety Dave can let it go, then you can let it go, John. Yeah. Safety Dave, yeah. He took a tumble, didn't he? He's not Mr. He took tumble. One for the team, he did. He's not Mr. Tumble. Do you know <laughs> what? There's a panto opportunity there. I think he Safety Dave could be Mr. Tumble. Coming back to the, the to the Herm Bay game, cut the early goals. I mean, uh, was it a surprise or were we just really strong first half? You know how we've been the, the past, it's probably past couple of months. We start really well and then go one nil down. Mm. We actually started really well and ended up two nil up, which is very much like the Hastings of last season. Yeah. And it was, it's one of them. We, we've spoke about it at half time and on the round table. We deserve more from that game. We deserve more. We played really well. And we got nothing. But this time, we actually played well and got what we deserved. Straight from the kickoff, we were just at them. I think we got a couple of throw-ins or a couple of corners before the first goal. And it felt like Craig Stone started up front. Because he he, he was just in front of the goal for the first five minutes until he scored. (laughs) He's amazing. But we've also got Finn now, who really heads the ball well, doesn't he? He wins most things. He's replaced yeah, he Dicko just... for you, and he he has replaced Dicko for you. You just you bang on about Finn all the time now. It's amazing. Well, Dicko, I, I just, Dicko's I just yesterday's really, news, mate. I just really hope we can get this guy to sign because um, I'm just really impressed by him. Is you you know the composure on the ball. He's he's progressive moving forward, isn't he? He's like I think I said the. Modern day Alan Hansen. <laughs> no, that you might not like that. Um, no, but, Alan Hansen was a top player but, in his day. But I just, I just think he, he's, he's got it all for the club. You know, I, 
enthusiasm to be here as well, it seems. Smith, well, you're saying that, yeah, he's got an enthusiasm to be here. Let's find out. Come on, Smithy. You know, you know your your ears to the ground. Is he is he staying or is he off? He is a phenomenal player. Oh, yeah. but... <laughs> very good. <laughs> but I haven't heard. I'll tell you what, I did I did um without plugging my own tweets, I tweeted out towards the end of the Herne Bay game how solid um, Finn and Stoney have been mm. during that game. And they were. It's like John was just saying, anything that comes near him, he heads it away. And they they, yeah. they just dominated the game. And I noticed afterwards, I think it was Stoney retweeted it, and then Sam Hasler's like, sign him up. So I get the feeling that the, the squad would really love to team. add him. Yeah. It's yeah. whether uh, we can come to an agreement with Folkestone. And well, I, hopefully I hope that can happen. Yeah, hopefully that can happen because it, it's it's amazing that you get a, a, a he's not half decent. He's a good a good centre half in, and look at the difference. Look at the difference it, already. You know, it, it took him a game or so to settle in, but once he's settled in, it, there seems to be an understanding already there with Stony, and mm. it's almost like we haven't missed Gary Elphick because we've now just started to defend properly. Yeah. Mm. In in terms of the game though, so nicely taken goals. I mean, um... where were we? Yeah. So it was a, it was a corner come over. Yeah. Stoney was at the back post. He loves it at the back post. Brings the ball down, swivels, hits it with his wrong foot, his left foot. Bam, straight in. Perfect start. Beautiful and then I, I don't think, I, I think even, from the restart, Herne Bay barely touched the ball. And then uh, Popey sneaks in and gets another one. I'd just like to add, though, for, for someone like I always remember Flat White Andy, who I think is off to Lanzarote. He's he's on location at the moment. Just just to say, he bangs on about Ollie, Ollie Black's throws. Yeah, uh, yeah. Again, that's two goals from Ollie Black throws. Just, just, just to, you know. It's a lethal weapon. A throw. O- a Ollie throw Black has weapon. a lethal weapon. Yeah, is that what Ollie Black has a lethal weapon. Mm. <laughs> oh no, that's <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a. Uh, I think they're better than corners because of the angle they come in. Mm. It's when he gets that velocity on it for, for those two goals that we scored. You could just see it. They were, as you say, they're a lot flatter. Again, I mentioned it. Uh, I was talking to the Ramsgate manager. That's going to be on this week's podcast, right? And he did mention Ollie Black's throws. And I said, some say he throws with an appendage. You know, I've got it in there, just so you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Score, scores as they came up. And if we'd scored one more goal or Ramsgate had conceded another, we'd be sitting there in third. And when you think about it, it was only a couple of weeks ago, you got this like negative things like we've really plummeted and yet you know you've only got to win a couple of games and suddenly it's it we're there aren't we you, you know there's no there was no panic really it was just I suppose none of us particularly like change but you're but showing off John you're showing off because you know because I phoned him up loads of times Adam bloody you know being all emotional about uh our situation and John was the pragmatic, don't worry, the season's a long <laughs> one, you know, don't be a silly, silly bugger. And I'm a, I'm a hothead on these things. So I did panic a little bit, but. Um, 
Well, what, what was it? We lost uh, we lost to Hayward Heath, didn't we? We lost to um, Cray. And mm. you look now, we're we're four points behind Cray. Yes. And they're top of the league. And and Cray, you know, Cray, I, I, don't, I mean, they were 1-0 down. So I'm, I'm going with a uh, scrape to draw on Saturday. So they're beatable. So mm. by no means is this season over. Mm. No. Yeah, we're, we're not even halfway through yet. In the space of three games we've we've thought we've gone from the thoughts that that we've got to get into the playoffs to now looking at the automatic promotion sport haven't we i mean we it's and it's reality it's it's um i mean it's really realistic to to think that way with the the form we're moving into i think and you think we've done all that after we've had a little cup run and we've had a load of midweek games so to, to get through that and now be level on fixtures played, you know, we're we're back in a good place. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing what a couple of good signings can do as well. Mm, yeah. yeah. Mm, right. And okay. Right. So I, overall, uh, quality team performance at Herne Bay. Everyone on the pitch played their part. And it was nice once we're 2 0 up that the masterstroke of having TC at right back. It's absolute genius because when we're 2-0 up, we've got the ball, we've got more time on the ball and he gets forward. And then it's almost like you've got two wingers then. Mm. It's just It just creates so much space. He's and really yeah, come he on, a, He's really come he on. He's a masterstroke. And he's scoring goals as well. Yeah, and he's he's got no. Is it not, not England schoolboys? What is what has he got into? Uh, him and... Yeah, uh, schoolboys, isn't it? Or co- England school- college. He's on the up and up, isn't he, that lad? Good right then, so we move on from that wonderful win to Horsham, um, the Lardy Boys, um, Sussex Cup. Um, again, over to Adam as he was the only person that could make it. I was I was working, couldn't get get there. I wish I could have made it because uh, it did sound like it was a decent ground and they're decent fans, and uh, apparently they serve a decent pint. But Adam, please tell me differently. Yeah, at the camping for you, we buy any car.com, something, something stadium. They got a really long name, but you know, sponsorship yeah. deals and Cam- all that. Camp- the Camping World Community Stadium, that's a brutal name. When I was talking to the boat from Horsham, they, they say they don't, they call it the CWCS. It's, uh, that's just, uh, to me, that's, that's just as bad. It. That's just as bad. But yeah, anyway, so um, tell us, please, Smithy. Nice little ground. Mm. A car park that you're not really uh, meant to use, but I had to use my VIP status to get a parking space with the help of Dane. Yeah. Well, he does everything, um, doesn't he? Not Nice ground. 3G pitch, which oh, was, what? oh, no, not another one. But it's the best 3G pitch I've ever seen. It was, you could tell it was looked after. It played, you wouldn't have known it wasn't grass. It played beautifully. Really, really nice. That's funny because um, I didn't know that was a 3G because, um, you know, Adam Carter was, for anyone that's listening, Adam Carter was filming f- for Facebook Live. Um, I don't know if he did the second half, but first half we were watching that and I didn't even know it was a 3G pitch. So that that, that sort of says how good the pitch must have looked because I didn't notice it was 3G. Yeah, no, he only filmed the first half. He said it's like the previews on the adult channels at night. You only get 45 minutes for free. Oh, it used to only be about 10 minutes. 
competitive. Uh, things I don't want to give a fact. Don't, yeah, I don't, I don't <laughs> want to give things away. <laughs> Ten minutes. She, look, she looked bored. She looked bored. She's waggling <laughs> that phone. But anyway, carry on. <laughs> um, amazing food. Absolute amazing what you food. Have? I had a hot dog and chips. Proper sausage. Not these cheap sausages with no flavour. We know someone proper else who likes a proper sausage. Yeah. She really enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> she also had sausage. <laughs> Everywhere she goes. Oh, lover. Very good food. Mm. Very nice. Uh, they had Bovril, which uh, pleased some of the weird fans that like Bovril. <laughs> um, but no, the football, we were... We were really good. We more than matched them. It was it was sloppy goals that let them in. I don't know if you guys have seen the goals. They they've put them up on Twitter now. Oh, Their they? first one, no, they no. cut in. They they got around the back of TC a bit too easily, cut in, and the sort of ball seemed to go between Marcus Goldsmith and Louis for a really soft goal. Mm. Then the second one, it was a sort of similar thing. Then from where we were standing, it looked like an own goal. It just sort of it was fired across the box and it cannoned into the goal. But before all that happens, um, Lloyd Dawes was through on goal. Keeper clean took him out about a yard outside the penalty area, and the goalkeeper only got a yellow card. No, it was absolute travesty. I, I was saying if it was in the box, normally if it's in the box, it's a foul, it's a penalty. The keeper gets the yellow card to keep mm. it a bit fairer, which I don't get. But he was outside the box, sort of on the on the corner of the the eighteen yard box, and just took him clean out. And I think the referee pointed to Lloyd and said, "Look, you weren't going to catch the ball once you knocked it past him." I was like, "Well, how can you even say that? He's, yeah. he's worked him out." Jeez. So it was a shocking a, decision. And that's a different result, isn't it? You know, if you lose your keeper, they put they haven't got one on the bench, no doubt. You know, that's our, our game, really, isn't it? You've got to think. Yeah. From what yeah. I saw, from what I saw in this Facebook thing that uh, that Adam was, was filming, I, it, it felt like we, we had like five, six good chances and it was just we didn't put them away. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, from from that free kick, Dorsey brought a really good save out the keeper. He tipped it over the bar. Then we had a corner shortly after that that the keeper. It looked like it went over the line, but we're going to shout for that. No, I heard you. No, I heard you or Robbie actually say, "Yeah, it was over the line." And then, then afterwards, no, it clearly it wasn't over the line. I think that was possibly <laughs> Robbie that said that. Yeah, we're, we're very. But there's video evidence that. to the contrary, uh, Smithy. Well, it was over the line, but the other way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, we had another couple of chances. A header. We had chances that just just didn't go in. And then, yeah, cut, cut the sloppy goals and we're going in 2-0 down. But second mm. half, what did we do? We, we Kenny come off. Kenny didn't really look at the races. I, I know he missed a game on Saturday as well. So I, I don't actually know why, but he didn't look he didn't look fully fit. Oh, OK. But what, was our, he on the um, wings or was he that up straight up front when he was on? He was on, he was on the right wing. Um, but our um, our reserve goalkeeper for the day, Nori Scott, come on. I don't know why the Horsham team sheet had him as a goalkeeper on the bench. Oh, right. I know he's only small. Bloody hell. <laughs> yeah, they, they had him on the bench and they had we had Lloyd Davis. He was playing. 
Oh, it's okay. Solenoid doors. <laughs> and we had Kane Fenn with an F. Kane Fenn, okay. Yeah, Related to Sherilyn Fenn, for those who uh, have no. her. Oh, mm. She was uh, very tasty. Anyway. But yeah, second half, straight at it. Dorsey put through and then dinked it over the keeper beautifully. And he's, um, I think he put a message out today with the goal on it saying, you know, once he's fully fit, this is going to be the norm. Because oh, there man. was a few chances where he was put through. And um, yeah, just a, a bit more game time, a bit more composure. It's exciting. <laughs> he's getting there, isn't he? He's getting there. Well, I don't want him to be fully fit. Because so, surely if fully fit and we lose him to someone, I don't know. I don't know. I, I get the feeling with him obvious. that he, he feels like he's... I mean, he's been here for, what, a year and a half and he's he's played like three games. <laughs> I, I, I think he'll uh, finish the job here first. Oh, definitely. Yeah, um, any noise from the, from the alleged Lardy Army? I saw, uh, I saw pictures of, um, um, you know, that... Horsham Gasson. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Where's, <laughs> where's Wally? We, we, I've heard of where's Wally, where's George? And I, I, I saw a few Georges in the, uh, the Lardy Boy crowd. Did they make yeah, no, any noise? It didn't sound like there was any, but... That you know what? Caught... They surprised me how quiet they were. They, they had a little a little go at singing in the first half and then sort of didn't really do anything. And then they, they were a bit noisy towards the end of the game. Mm. But I was expecting proper noise. But, yeah. but they weren't. And again, they had... You'd have seen it on the Facebook Live. There was their fans behind our goal. It seems to be yeah. a new theme. I don't really know <laughs> why. I mean, we've often joked if we're winning a game 2-3-0, maybe we should go up and stand behind Louis and give him some uh, encouragement. But it seems other teams do it. Yeah, as long as there's a bit of banter, it's all right. You know, a little bit of banter. Perhaps they just want to experience what being part of a crowd is like. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. was, I mean, I think even there, we were looking at their attendances on the way up and they're sort of only getting the six, 700. So they're, mm. they're in a league up and still not getting the attendances we are. I know, it's crazy. No, um, overall, good, good, good game. Um, who was it? Uh, Jack Bates, you know, young under 18s player, had a good game in midfield and he had a good game in the last round. So, who was centre half then? Good. Because obviously Craig Stone and um, Finn weren't playing. So, who was the centre half? That that probably made made the difference because mm. we had to put in Ollie Black and Marcus Goldsmith as centre back. Okay. Which OB, he's played there before, so he knows what he's doing. But Marcus, it's obviously a relatively new role for him. But you think of a, a back four of, yeah, so TC right back, Marcus Goldsmith, OB, and then Kane Penn at left back. Mm. It's it's not your, your first four, but they did all right. Yeah. No, against the higher league opposition, it's, you know, and we were in that game from the first half I saw, we were definitely in that game. We had chances we were creating. Gone. Yeah, even their their third goal was an own goal. It was another one. It was just fired across the box and cannoned off Ollie and went in. So it it was it was an unlucky night. On another day, we're we're one all or you know sneaking a win and extra time yeah. or whatever. But no, when we're playing them in their league next year, exactly, we'll definitely be them. That's what I like yeah. to hear, Smithy. And right. no more no more cup distractions now. No, there, that's it. You know, no. game a week and. There is a cut distraction because, well, tonight, when you're listening to this podcast, we've got our under-23 cup game 
which is the quarterfinals, 745 at the pilot field. The continental pilot field. The, the continent, uh, yeah, exactly. The, the incontinental pilot field. Oh, that's main stand, isn't it? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> hear that main stand. Did you hear that? That wasn't me, yeah? <laughs> Flat white Andy, I can tell. When he walks past you, he rustles. <laughs> <laughs> that incontinence pants. Well, you start saying, "Get the ba- get your bags out for the lads." Um, <laughs> right, that's not, see, this is John Mills that's done that, Smithy. Yeah, that's not me. Right, yeah. So we've got uh, Broadbridge Heath FC. Please crack along to that. I may be able to go, but that's tonight. 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 As in, when these people are listening to this, because this comes out tomorrow. <laughs> Okay. You, you, you're not okay. But it's too difficult. Oh, you're, not, you're not. You're not doing this very well. I know. Am I not? Am I not? Okay. I'm trying to yeah, sell. Tonight, seven forty-five. Let's go and watch the twenty-threes against Broadbridge yeah. Heath. Thank you. So yeah. I, should, I should just left it to Smithy to say. Right. But moving on from that, let's just have a quick think about um, Ramsgate. Is it at Broadbridge Heath? Sorry. No, it's, no, it's at the Continental Pilot Field. Pilot Field. Oh, yeah. It's where incontinence okay. comes from. I'm not really keeping up. I heard Broadbridge Heat. I, I used to play football there. They got a we, nice grass pitch. Ramsgate, massive game, right? So anyone that's listening to this, get your ass down the pilot field. It's going to be a cracker. Uh, they're third, aren't they, John? They're third. Yeah, third, third versus level, fourth. Level on points with a... They've got a better goal difference by one, so it's it, not it's... after Saturday. Not after Saturday, mate. Massive game. Uh, obviously, we're going to have our full team out. You, um, Smithy, you haven't heard anything about anyone maybe carrying any knocks. No, no. Everyone seemed to get through yesterday. Uh, the only one I haven't heard is Popey. He went off on Saturday with sort of twenty minutes to go, and then he didn't feature yesterday. So I imagine that's just him resting up. Yeah. Uh, Dorsey was taken off on about 70 minutes yesterday, but you know he's only just come back, so he's never going to do a full game. Oh, no. no, no. I've, we should have a full complement. Yeah, I'm excited. It's going to be a good one. I reckon we're nicking I think, it. I think they're going to be running scared a little bit because that second half, like like we said a couple of weeks ago on mm. here, wasn't it? That, you know, they were lucky to win at their place. Yeah. So I think they're going to be thinking about that a little bit. Well, I just think if we could have a, a, a fit Lloyd Dawes starting, I just think he's going to cause absolute chaos. He's just, you know, yeah. we've got Cissé, we've got Dawes, we've got Chalmers, you know, we've got we've got Dicko in the middle, haven't we, John? And Finn the Eskimo at the back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I can just transfer the, the Quinn song, my, uh, the mighty Quinn song to yeah, Finn. Yeah, that's what I was that's thinking. That's it. The way you keep the guy is to give him a song and it's yeah. um it's come on within no, come on without, come on within, yeah, you've I'm, not seen nothing like the mighty, mighty Finn. Finn. Yeah. Yeah, it needs a little bit of work. Uh, we'd have to, you know, tweak it a little bit, I think. But um yeah, so uh, guys, any of your thoughts on the Ramsgate game? Uh two nil Hastings. Fair Dinkums and yourself, John? Um, I, I'm thinking, uh, oh, I don't know. I would, I would have said Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, I, yeah. I'm thinking I'm, of Dicko's tackle. I'm thinking of one all. <laughs> oh, fair enough. 
No, uh, yeah, I'm 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 more with Smithy on this. I, I really think we're gonna turn up for this one. I really yeah. do. And um I think a comfortable I, victory myself. Yeah, I'm I'm always negative because I don't want to put a curse on it, but um I think that it'd be nice to see a bumper crowd. I is it set up for a bumper crowd with a break from I don't know, Christmas shopping and you know, it's it's it could be, couldn't it? Well, I, I certainly hope so. I mean, yeah. third third versus fourth, um, both in good form. You'd be mad not to watch it. Well, and anyone that's Christmas shopping in the town, Laverick's going to be down there grabbing them and marching them up the pilot field. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Uh, I've been I've been arrested before for things like that, um, but um, I've got off for good behaviour. Listen, Johnny Johnny Wills. Adam Smith, thank you. An absolute pleasure. And I will definitely, definitely see you at the game. And for anyone that's listening, there is a drinky beforehand. Uh, what time's that starting, Smithy? Do you know? In town before the Ramsgate uh, game? My, my, my drink is starting half past one when I finish work. But oh, you you're working? Are in town early. And yeah, I, I think I, I keep here in 10 and then half nine and nine and. So John Get Lady Bed. That amount of pints. Mass- message yeah. message on the anyone listening, message on the Hastings United fans page. Um that's probably the best way to get people. Um and uh we'll get you give you directions. Uh, I'm not sure I'm gonna be there at nine, but I will be there at some point. I'll be there to avoid the early drinking because I I don't want to get ruined. So um take care, lads. See you at the game. And uh, three points for the youth. That's the one. That's the one. Take care, lads. See you later. That's it for another week, youth fans. What a massive fixture we've got this Saturday. Let's make sure that pilot field is jam-packed and full of noise. As ever, if you want to get in contact with the show or have any suggestions or want to get in on our weekly roundtables, that email again is hufcpod at gmail.com or on the Twitter, which is at HUFC Podcast. You can get this podcast on all major platforms, be it Google Podcasts, Audible, iTunes, Spotify, or Amazon Music. And we have a jam-packed YouTube channel, chock-a-block, full of video interviews and episodes from the podcast. Please, please, please give it a look, a comment, or a like, but definitely subscribe. It's all free. All that's left for me to say is, I've been your host, Chris Laverick, Hope you have a good week and see you at the game.